Hello everyone, welcome back to Cultivating Our Space. I'm your host, Dr. Tasha, creative problem solver and educational influencer. This week is a special treat because this is actually a two-part um, episode. So the first part is a full podcast and then the second part will be a complimentary video on YouTube. So definitely make sure you listen to this and then hop over to my YouTube channel, Dr. Tasha Online, um, and see me make a vision board. So I mentioned in last week's podcast that I've been watching Hip Hop Uncovered on FX. And whenever someone new comes on the screen to do their interview, their name and title will flash across the bottom of the screen. So I wasn't really paying much attention to people's titles because these were all mostly new people to me, um, and I was really focused on their names and understanding who they were. But then when Dr. Dre came on, like I saw his face, I knew exactly who it was. So I didn't have to focus on the name. So I focused on what his title was. And I actually had to rewind to make sure I saw what was displayed correctly. Um, And I took a pause in the same way I'm taking a pause now because I'm still kind of reliving that moment. And his title said professional winner. And immediately I was like, well, damn, like professional winner. Like I can't even hate a little bit because if you think about his path, his career over the past, what, 20, 30 years, Yeah, I mean, definitely, I think he deserves that title of professional winner. And my first thought was, you know, did someone else give him that title? Did he say, put this as my title? I mean, who would really dispute if it came directly from him? But then I was like, that's not even important. My next thought was, how do I become a professional winner? How do I get that title? And there's so many thoughts running through my head. Um, and even now I'm just like, man, that was a boss move. Like who, there's there's plenty of people who can say that they're professional winners, but who actually has the guts to put that as their title on a documentary that is seen by millions. But even more importantly, as I have now made that my new goal in life to become a professional winner is what defines a professional winner? For Dr. Dre, it's a different definition than what it's going to be for me, than what's going to be for you, for, you know, anybody. So, you know, again, I'm I'm just in this mindset of how do I become a professional winner? Because I am ready to speak that into existence. And, you know, in a couple years, if someone says what my title is, I can be able to respond professional winner. So the other kind of interesting thing that happened this week that really made me think about having this uh, podcast be around goal setting and vision boards, um, I watched Scarface for the first time. I got my second COVID shot on Monday. So Tuesday, I took the day off because I was just feeling drowsy and the best place that my head felt was laying down. So I watched, I went to Netflix And Scarface was the highlight. Um, You know, when you sign into Netflix, it has like the spotlight video. 
So Scarface was actually the spotlight video for me. So I figured, you know, might as well watch this three hour long movie because I'm not really going to do much, much else with the way I was feeling. There's this scene in Scarface, um, probably like maybe halfway through towards the end, um, where Tony Montana, who is played by Al Pacino, is standing on a balcony and a blimp is flying over with um, an electric sign that says, the world is yours. Now fast forward a scene or two and he's now in his own house and he has this sculpture in his house that's a globe and circling the globe it says the world is yours. So putting together the fact that I want to become a professional winner and then seeing the world is yours on Scarface I was like okay I feel like this definitely is it has to be I have to talk about goal setting and vision boarding for this week's episode. Um, it's, to me, it's like, yes, the world is going to be mine, especially if I do become a professional winner and I'm speaking it into existence. So, you know, it has to be. And there's a couple other inspirational things in Scarface, um, that maybe I'll talk about in another, at another episode. But anyways, coming back to this week's episode on goal setting and vision boards, vision boards to me, are a good way to visually see your goals. I actually did my first vision board about six or seven years ago. I saw people on Facebook posting about their vision boards and how what they had in their vision boards were coming true. Um, And so I decided, well, if it works for them, it must work for me. So just randomly got a poster board, went through magazines, took out pictures, um... I had something in there about motherhood, about being healthy, about you know being rich. After I put it together, I looked at it and I was kind of embarrassed by it. Like it was something that was definitely not well thought out. Um, it didn't really have a focus or direction. And so I ended up just putting it in my closet and it's a closet that I don't have to go into every day. And every time I would go into that closet, it would just get pushed further and further back. And I kind of forgot about it until I had to move four years ago and I was packing and throwing things out. And that was one that I threw out. I attempted another vision board maybe about three years ago. Um, I had just moved into my house and I think it was like the first or second time that all of my friends would get together in my house. And so we decided that we were going to, you know, come together and create vision boards as a group. So I bought all the supplies. I went mostly to like the dollar store, um, the Target dollar section, the Michaels dollar sections, you know, all of those little small things. And I got a bunch of supplies. But, you know, didn't quite happen that way. You know, we all don't live in the same area, so when we get to when we actually see each other face to face, it was more of a catch up. So you know, you have food, you have drink, and you're just chatting and, and laughter, and it was okay that we didn't get to do the vision board. I mean, sometimes it is important to be loose and just let things flow the way that they will. But I had all these supplies, and not that these supplies were taking up space because um, I am a crafter and so it was just extra supplies for me. I was not mad that I went out and bought the things and 
Um, I, I've used them all. So, um, but I decided, you know, a couple months after that, that I wanted to actually create a vision board. And one of my friends who was in, who's in that group, she lives a couple blocks from me and I was talking to her and she was like, well, I want to do one too. Let me know. So this time I wanted to be more intentional. I wanted to make sure that I created a vision board that I wouldn't be embarrassed by, that I would actually want to hang up, um, even though I don't have people coming over often that would see it. If someone were to come over and see it, I wouldn't want to have to be in, like feel embarrassed by it. So I went to my favorite place, Pinterest, and found some inspiration. I go there a lot when I need inspiration for crafting projects, um, recipes, anything, really. So this one I was actually a little bit more proud of. Um, I was more intentional with it, and I actually hung it up in a space that I could see. Um, unfortunately, it fell because uh, I hung it up with masking tape, which probably wasn't the best option. Um, but then once it fell, it kind of became out of sight, out of mind. Last year was a big year for me and my friends. We all turned 40. And, you know, turning 40, it's it's a milestone. It's, it's a lot. And for me, I was definitely thinking about what did I still want to accomplish in life? I didn't want to dwell too much on the things that I didn't have, but really focusing on what's next. You know, 40 for me was a was a turning point. And it, it, it's still a turning point in me really finding my voice and really taking charge of what I want next in my life. And I realized I really wanted to stop saying, you know, talk about all the things that I wanted to do. I want to do this or um, I'm going to do this and actually start doing stuff. Like this podcast is a great example for me. I have been talking about in my head or, you know, maybe with a couple friends about wanting to create one and now I actually made the moves and created one. So I figured that, you know, New Year's, I don't really go out for New Year's anyways. That's a story for another day. But I figured it would be a good opportunity for me to think about this next phase of my life. And I was like, well, since I'm not going out, no one's coming over, might as well go ahead and spend the day making a vision board. My friends got wind of it, again, the same group from a couple years ago, and they uh, invited themselves to my vision board party. So long story short, I created a smaller, more focused one. It's probably about like an eight by 10, it's framed. Uh, and I focused on one word, and that one word for me is creativity. I love being creative and I wanted to spend more time being creative this year. I have a nice little studio in my house, but I don't spend a lot of time in it. And I would create things if it's someone's birthday or some other holiday or it's the changing of seasons and I want to swipe out to swap out um, a craft that I have downstairs, whatever it may be. I didn't just kind of spend time just creating. Because for me, creating is my happy space. It is 
where I am relaxed. It allows me to relax and I, I need to have more of that in my life. So I put the board in a, in a place that, especially from working from home, I see it constantly throughout the day. And it became ingrained in my head. And, you know, in looking at it in preparation for this podcast, I realized that things are actually starting to happen from the board. You know, it's, I feel like I found that perfect formula to creating a vision board that will actually come true. It's definitely being more intentional with it and having it more focused. So now that that one is coming to fruition, it's it's not completely done yet. I'm going to keep it hung up, um, you know, keep it in that space so I can remember to continue keeping creativity into my life and bringing more creativity into my life. But I think now's a good time for me to start thinking about that professional winner goal. That is definitely a long-term goal where the creativity, it's definitely a, a lifestyle change for me, but in order to really make it a lifestyle change, it was something that I wanted to work on now so that becomes kind of like a second nature. And I know that becoming a professional winner is not going to happen overnight. Like I'm not going to hit the lottery. I'm not going to create something that overnight becomes this, you know, amazing sensation. Um, and I know it's not something that's going to happen in a year because it is such a large goal for me. But if I start thinking about what that means to me now and start working towards it, I can realistically get to a, a really good place, um, a comfortable place of saying I'm a professional winner in like the next five to 10 years. So to break up and to really define what professional winner means to me, I came up with a list of things that if I accomplish them, I could feel like a professional winner. It's definitely a scary list. It, it requires me to step out of my comfort zone a lot. And I know that I have time because, you know, five to ten years, that's realistic for me. And if I do it step by step, it won't overwhelm me that I'll just give up. So I'm going to create more of a long-term vision board with this. And it's definitely something that you, I, I will go back to, you know, maybe once a year and reevaluate and make sure I'm still progressing in the goals or if there is a valid reason to kind of shift focus a little bit to shift focus. But having professional winner as an overall goal, I think, will, will always continually be there. It will become my, drive, my new driving force. So I talked about kind of vision board a little bit, but let's talk about goal setting. Because like I, as I mentioned, goal setting is, or vision boards are a visual way of displaying your goals. So there's long-term goals, there's short-term goals. Long-term goals are usually a few years out, like me wanting to become a professional winner in five to 10 years. But it's not just gonna happen because I want it to happen. There are steps to get there or short-term goals. So short-term goals are a little bit more immediate or even steps to help you get to that long-term goal. One of the things I have on my list to becoming a professional winner 
is to have multiple streams of income. Again, not really something I can just do overnight. I need to think about how. I have ideas of where I want those streams to come from and how to do it. And definitely, I, I can definitely see that they are within a reasonable, reasonable timeline. I don't want to say much more about that because it is something that I'm still kind of thinking through and, and working on. Um, and even though I blab on the podcast, I do want to keep some things private. So once it actually happens, you will definitely know. But in that working through phase, um, I definitely want to keep that private and, and close to me. So I hope that you all understand. So as I mentioned, the list is scary for me. Like it is a lot of right now seemingly big things, things that just I can't even describe. Um, It's exciting, but it's also very nerve wracking. And I think goals should be scary. They should stretch you and take you out of your comfort zone. If you don't feel just a little bit scared by your goals, then what are you really accomplishing? How are you really growing? I think scared, you know, Being scared is a sign of growth because you are stretching, you're expanding out of your comfort zone. A term that you may have heard in regards to goal setting is SMART goals, um, S-M-A-R-T. So it's specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. So if we look at professional winner, that by itself is not specific. But when I defined it and create and defined what it means for me to become a professional winner, then it does become more specific. So definitely keep that in mind. I said it's something that I want to accomplish within the next five to 10 years, which makes it more attainable. It makes it realistic and it makes it time, time bound. The other attainable and realistic aspect of professional winner is that I've broken it up into short-term goals, which will help me measure my progress to the larger goal. Just saying it kind of makes me happy and excited. Like, why not? Who's going to stop me? When you think about your goals, think about something that you've been saying for years that you want to do. Like for me, it was actually hosting a podcast or something that you want to change but haven't. Or maybe it's something new that you want to explore. Think about people who you admire and why you admire them. What do they do? What characteristics do they have that maybe you also have? Or maybe characteristics that you may want to emulate? No, There's no right or wrong answer to setting your goals. Like There is no one who can say, that's not a goal or you can't have that goal. I think if people say that, there's a variety of reasons why. Sometimes it could be that the goal may not be attainable the way it's currently defined, but thinking about how to make it a little bit more realistic, make it more attainable, make it time-bound, time hold yourself accountable to it. I think that's what really helps with making goals. You know, and again, no goal is too big or too small. Maybe you want a goal to cook more. I know that should be a goal of mine. It's a goal that I don't hold to very well. 
Um, but, you know, maybe I could create a mini vision board that I have in my kitchen with um, some recipes that I want to try and a picture of a chef who I admire. Um, you know, thinking about how to shift your mindset in regards to your goals. Whatever goal you set out for yourself, define it for yourself. Professional winner, as I mentioned, Dr. Dre, it's different for Dr. Dre. It's different for me. If you want to become a professional winner, your definition is going to be different than mine. Goals are important to have in life because they keep us moving forward. It's okay to have points where you don't have goals because maybe you just achieved a goal and you just want to enjoy that success. Take that time, enjoy that success, enjoy achieving a goal um, and just living life. But then there's always going to be points where you're like, okay, so what's next? You know, what's, what's coming up for me? There was a point in my life, in my early 30s, I had just finished my master's. I had just received a promotion at work. At that point, I felt like I was, you know, done. I was not looking for anything else at that point. I felt like I was at a good place. I just kind of wanted to settle in there. That didn't last long. It lasted maybe two to three years. And I think, you know, as I've gotten older, I really realized that it's okay to have those pauses um, in regards to goals and just kind of living and enjoying life. You don't always have to be chasing after something. Sometimes it's good to just kind of sit back, relax, and enjoy what you do have. I know that I have a lot of life left to live. And there are things that I want to at least try because I never know where they may lead me. So feel free to hop over to YouTube, to Dr. Tasha Online, and look for the vision board video to see me create my vision board for becoming a professional winner. There will also be a free printable to help you walk through the process of setting your goals to help you create your vision board. So you definitely want to hop over and get that free printable. Do you need help with your goals? Contact me at Tasha at drtashaonline.com and we can set up some time to chat. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Cultivating Our Space. I want to hear from you. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Cultivating Our Space and visit my website at cultivatingourspace.com. Until next time, be the best.